Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Podcast and I'm joined here today with Bob Towers. How are you, Bob? Oh, absolutely fab. Although I've had a dreadful week as well, you know. Oh dear, what's happened now? Well, you know, um, I, okay, I was I was topping up my alcohol at the weekend uh, for me shopping. So the bag was... Uh, heavier than normal mm-hmm. and I pulled me back out when I was like carrying the <laughs> shopping um, and I've not been able to walk upright for four days um, <laughs> so what I was telling Andrew is do you know that chart where there's um, the evolution of man from a gibbering <laughs> chimp going like steadily <laughs> upwards and then he's he's a man walking away I was well down the that, that the evolutionary scale to sort of, oh, but so, what was in your uh, shopping Bob um, vodka and mushrooms yeah yeah so um, it's all good how are you what's been the latest i'm good um nothing much nothing that i can say right now but but um, (laughs) tell us about your um your drama um oh yeah yeah yeah. so i started that um so back to foundations is me myself and kaylee allen we set it up uh it's a drama group in blackpool so we're teaching drama mm-hmm. on a friday night to three-year-olds up to 16 and we've done two weeks now and it's absolutely amazing good, it's good. so good it's just nice mm-hmm. to get back and you're like oh yeah this is what a vocal warm-up feels like and it, mm-hmm. it's just yeah brilliant i love it and it's teaching kids inspiring kids um not necessarily even if they don't want to do drama but just to, to give them confidence in, mm-hmm. within themselves all about empowering the young definitely yeah so if, if you've um if you've got like children who are hard to control in mm-hmm. Blackpool, send them along to Caitlin's <laughs> workshops and, and uh, they, they'll be even worse at the end. Of <laughs> <laughs> One of them was drinking the blue Fanta the other day and he had blue all around his mouth. He was oh, like, no. whoa. I was like, then have a sugar okay? rush? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today we are joined here with Alex and Ben from the Arts Bar. How are you lads? Hello. Good, yeah, I'm oh, good. It's good. it's great to have you along because you're our friends. Because you know, <laughs> the the arse bar is where we go for Every um, confessionals. Yeah, because yeah. you you take confessions from people. That uh, we've that's what we were talking about <laughs> off air, wasn't it? Yeah. We got with the hub of gossip of Liverpool's <laughs> yeah. creative district. I think we moonlight as priests. <laughs> In the, in the library. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. So well, welcome. And uh, we, we have to say as well that we're joined by Missy. Of course. And, and oh, Missy, Missy. Missy. Hi, Missy. Now, Missy is uh, part Chihuahua and part uh, Jack Russell. I think so, yeah. Um, Maybe more Chihuahua. Yeah, okay. it's a 60 40 split, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you hear little tappy feet, it's it's Bob. No, I'm joking. It's Missy. <laughs> and if you hear panting, it's definitely Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we just wanted to get you on the podcast and just talk about how how the arts bar was set up originally because mm. you were at mm. Liverpool Art Society first. Mm. So do you want to tell us about how you started and, and who was involved? Well, I wasn't involved, so I'll pass over to Al. <laughs> I, I, I come in the story about, I don't know, a quarter of the way yeah. through, fifth of the way through. Yeah, definitely Brilliant. a quarter of the way through, I'd say. Um, basically, I studied at John Moore's University, mm. um, did drama at John Moore's and with a couple of friends... I wrote a show when I was in my third year of uni. Mm. Uh, it went to the Lantern Theatre, which was obviously guests you've had on before, yeah, Margaret, yeah. Margaret and Siobhan. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a part of one of Margaret's like new writing schemes. Yes. So mm-hmm. uh, we were a new company set up, a piece of new writing. She gave us a Thursday and a Friday night. Um, and it was like no money on the box office. We split it after tickets were sold. Mm-hmm. It was all about mm-hmm. supporting new writing. Um, we then took it onto the Unity mm-hmm. and then we booked... 10 days at the Edinburgh Fringe back in 2015. Wow. So um, we took the show to to the Edinburgh Fringe, marketed it, uh, and I just totally fell in love with 
people enjoying other people's work, celebrating creatives, mm. yeah. celebrating new work mm. um, whilst we were up in Edinburgh, whether it be, I just found it amazing that like you could watch a busker in the street in the daytime, stop and say, oh, I thought you were great. Or you could watch a street performer, or you could go and watch someone else's show. Mm. And they'd turn up and sit in the audience and watch your show. And then in the bar after, you'd sit and have a drink and be like, oh, I thought your stuff was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or even like critique. camaraderie between yeah. artists just, and just stuff, a, yeah. A, a real community feel mm. between artists. But even like critiquing each other's work, or yeah. oh, mm. I thought you could have done this differently. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really nice, uh, really nice setup, really nice community feel to it. And I just thought when I got back to Liverpool, I was like, why don't we try and create something like that? Not not the festivals as such, but mm. like that community feel of bringing mm. artists together yeah, to yeah. celebrate each other's like work. Like collaborations yeah. and networking and stuff, yeah. It was also a thing of like, when I was in uni, we made the poster ourselves. We... So when we put, when we did this show, we made the poster ourselves. How many posters did you oh, make? Oh, mate, Cal? do you remember the story? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the story? We so we did a show at the Lantern Theatre. I was yeah. telling Ben this only the other week. What what was it called? It was called Inglorious Insinuations of Insanity. Okay, wow. well, yeah, you can tell that's written by students. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. I look at that about, title and go, not interested. And it, and it was about a man with two imaginary, a grown man with two imaginary friends, okay. and it was like. Why is it okay for kids to have imaginary friends? But mm. if you're a grown mm. man with two imaginary friends, people assume that you're mm. insane. You're insane, yeah. Okay. So um, that was the whole show. It was a, like a really fast-paced comedy, really farcical, mm. taking inspirations from the likes of Bottom and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, just that curiosity. Would you do anything different with the show now? Yeah. Now that you're, <laughs> yeah. No, but I just, mean, I just mean like obviously you've. You, sorry, I, I do this. It's okay. Uh, so I feel Carry like on. I'm. I feel no, like I'm. Hindsight <laughs> um, is a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've, I've known that. You, I mean, I know the the story of it all and stuff. But I was just wondering if you'd have done anything different now, based on what you know of the running of that show. Oh yeah, loads different. Well, mm. well like I'm saying, I'd work with a team of people. I I, I learn as like a theatre maker yeah. to sort of like. People are better than you at their jobs. Yes. Yeah. So, so whereas when you start out, you do everything oh, yourself. Yeah. Because like, yeah. you've got to. You yeah. do. We did all the progress, tech ourselves. Yeah. Did all the music yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Did all the design ourselves. We directed it ourselves. Mm. Yeah. We had no one come and look at the script and be like, oh, this the yeah. sort of story yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and then when I, come, when I went to Edinburgh and then I come back, I was like, oh, yeah, people are better than you at their jobs. Mm. So mm-hmm. get a graphic designer in speak to someone who's in comms mm. for marketing and things like that um and then that's sort of where the art society comes into it so then i come back saying thinking how do we create a community of mm. artists and how do we link people up so then we started an event in a pizzeria called tribeca that was on berry street yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, where i worked at the time as a barman okay. and i said um i want to put this event on where we sell art mm-hmm. we have comedy we have music we have poetry mm-hmm. Uh, and we do some monologue stuff up in like the upstairs area uh, and we try and do it all in one way and the first one was like chaos it was mad the first one was was, was chaos because it was, it was just like i didn't I, i'm not a stage manager i hadn't organized <laughs> anything like that in my life before uh i think i borrowed a pa system mm. um people turn up sort of scheduling when people were on and stuff like that mm. but it was really exciting yeah. Yeah, like, yeah the way it oh. works is if you build it they will come yeah. Yeah, yeah but he also hasn't built in the plumbing systems <laughs> the, the, the ticket barriers yeah. the, the staffing but he's built it yeah and they've come it's but, just a madhouse yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Happy chaos. it was so exciting yeah. it was like yeah. this pizzeria on a sunday afternoon and it was just yeah. filled with like 
people people selling artwork on tables people mm-hmm. do, singing people doing their poetry mm-hmm. upstairs there was like monologues happening and all new stuff all new writing yeah. sounds boss um in, a, in this little, people were sitting having their dinner on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like having a tapas and pizza Aww. and a few beers. Um, and then it grew and grew and grew each, in, it was like once a month on a Sunday yeah. and then it became mm. once every two weeks. And then eventually it was a Friday night and it started developing into, then I started going like, people were people were coming to the events and then saying like, oh, uh, do you need any help doing this? I do this. So mm. then you start going like, oh yeah, I've got a guy doing graphic stuff, right. making a poster and flyers. Um, You've got people organising it who are stage managers. You've got people sort of finding musicians because they had links in sort of music world. Mm. Um, and then it became this Friday night event that had like big bands on. Um, people were selling loads of artwork, mm. showcasing new stuff. Um, and it just grew and grew and yeah, grew. Yeah, yeah. So is, is it starting to outgrow the, the venue size at uh, this stage? The, I can't be grateful enough to the venue because mm. it was really like... A, I don't think anyone else would have gone like, yeah, yeah, put that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, it's their business essentially, and you you've kind of uh, yeah. grown it into something yeah, else. Yeah. 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 But the way it's, the, uh, and then another thing that we were doing at the time was I started this networking event that was like speed dating, mm. and it was in the bar of the Lantern Theatre. So my, after doing the show, I've come yeah. back from Edinburgh. I went around all the theatres in Liverpool because I've I've worked in theatre. Mm-hmm. I've got this idea. I want to bring creatives together. And I want to do a speed dating event where mm. you you wear a name badge, and you get five minutes. And then the people on this side of the table move down. Yeah. And you meet ten people in an hour, and you and you say, "Hi, I'm such and such. I do yeah, this." Yeah. 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 And you leave with like ten ten new contacts that mm. yeah. are, all, mm. are all working on different things. Can in the you arts. see the beginnings of the bar forming here? Yeah. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But then. Whilst doing that, I had people come to me and being like, this is great. Mm. And also people I went to uni with who were saying, this is amazing. Um, and then we developed essentially a team of eight of us um, who we all went to uni together. We were all good mates. And mm. the one thing we were missing was a space. So like a hub yeah, to work yeah. from. Um, and we got a space in the Invisible Wind factory upstairs. Yeah. So top floor there. It had a tin roof. <laughs> uh, it had plasterboard walls. And eight of us went eight ways on the on the month every on the rent every month um you got stung with a council tax bill as well (laughs) for the whole building we forgot about that yeah we um so eight of us went in eight eight ways on the rent is this 2015 i'm gonna say yeah Yeah, not far off yeah okay yeah 2015 oh no it might have been february 2016 Mm, it was um so we went in on this we we started we, we all had a, so we had a space where you could rehearse yeah. so the idea was eight of us all have a rehearsal room but mm-hmm. we also have an office yeah. it was 24 hour access yeah. so i used to finish work in the pizza place yeah at one o'clock in the morning 12 one o'clock in the morning yeah. i'd get a taxi straight to the invisible wind factory and i'd sit there till five in the morning like wow. writing new stuff wow. and there'd be people in there so there's like there was eight of us mm. there'd be two other people in there that were wow. sitting writing and working on stuff and it was a really like crazy um, yeah, yeah. bohemian space yeah. where people it, to me that sounds like san francisco in 1969 yeah. or something but yeah. it's liverpool oh it was in, mental in so we had a we had a we had a blackboard i've got pictures i'll send you the pictures of it but we had a, this big blackboard on the wall and it was like a uh, new project idea where someone had come mm. in and gone like want to mm. do this play yeah or, yeah yeah and then above Just it was a basketball up. net so on the wall, we had this room that was concrete floor, tin roof. It was freezing cold in the winter, <laughs> roasting out in the summer because the, the roof was metal. Yeah. And then 
you'd walk in and be someone playing basketball that was just <laughs> thinking about, I'm doing this TIE show, but I can't think about it. And they'd just be throwing a ball into the hoop. But it was just a really crazy space to be in. So there was the eight of us. But most of those people have gone on to do um, work with like Ruby Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, they've gone to do TIE work or they've gone to work as professional actors okay. or, yeah. or writers yeah. or whatever. Um, so the eight of us were all working together and then we split off and everyone was doing their own thing. So after a year in this space, yeah. um, we all split off. But during the time in that space is where we met Ben. So we started doing these. So like you said about the outgrowing the pizzeria. Mm. Yeah. It didn't sort of outgrow the pizzeria, but the ideas changed and we wanted to sort of um, immerse an audience more so than and, and use all the aspects of different art forms. Mm -hmm. um, but we wanted it to be more of an event. So then we started doing these events in Heebie Jeebies basement. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were working with the guys that own Heebies and he is absolutely crazy when it comes to putting new events on. We used to sit there and I'd have he's like... He's just a, up for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even yeah. say crazy, but he's just like, yeah, let's yeah. try that. Graham's, yeah. Graham's great. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that, great. Yeah. Graham is fantastic. So me and me and Tom Wilson, who isn't here today, but is a member of the Arts Bar, yeah. um, we'd go for meetings with Graham and we'd say, we want to put this event on. It's a prohibition night. Uh, or the best one was we want to do is uh, homecoming dance. So it's like 1950s yeah. dance in a, in a gym, like Greece. Mm. And we want to do this. We're going to have performers. We'll have a band on. We'll sell artwork. We're, so we had different ideas. And Graham's like, yeah, yeah, sounds great. We'll get someone to ride a motorbike through. <laughs> so I'm like, I had some mad ideas, but this guy wants to ride a Harley Davidson through his own bar. Yeah. It was downstairs. It was downstairs as well. We, the first question was, how do we get it there? He went, we'll just carry it. And like, Harley Davidson, carry it down the stairs. Yeah. So it was like, what? What do you mean? And then I'm sitting there like, I had some questions that I thought he was going to like bang back at me and be like, not a chance you're doing that in here. Sort of fire eggs or mm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's yeah. then, his first thing was, great, yeah, we'll get a motorbike down there. <laughs> I was like, oh, great, because this guy, we're going to be like, we can do whatever we want here. Yeah. We'll and he a confetti cannon and, or a cannonball <laughs> oh, would yes, shoot someone yes. out of it or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he was honestly, he was, he was, it was great to work with someone like that that just didn't like set any boundaries up and mm -hmm. say, mm. it was, it was like, yeah, let's give it a go. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But so we started doing these events on a Friday night in Hebe's basement and it was the eight of us. It was a way of us funding this space. So yeah. we were obviously all paying out of our pockets. Yeah. And then we started putting these events on in Hebe's basement and it was like the money that we raise from these events, we can put towards the rent or, or it can go in our pockets and we can we can we're all getting paid a wage. Could you, you are you all working doing yeah, other yeah. things? Yeah, I'm yeah, in the pizzeria. Yeah. It's all, it's all yeah, part time. Yeah. I'm in a pizzeria yeah. till one yourself. in the morning, yeah. and then I'm going there, or I'm mm. going there before, and then I'm going to mm. to work and stuff like that, uh, and and then having a, a busy like social life, putting mm. these events on and different things. Um, but we started doing these events. The first one was a speakeasy event in Hebe's basement. It's called Prohibit, mm. yeah. and it was. Um, you went down the stairs into a speakeasy. Mm -hmm. You had actors roaming the space, but you didn't know who was actors because everyone was encouraged to come in sort mm -hmm. of 1920s dress. Yeah. So then you'd have people rolling barrels through the room and saying to audience members, can you help us roll this barrel through the room? <laughs> okay. So then they'd help. And then you'd go into a little secret room and there'd be four actors in there and they'd be like wise guys beating someone up. <laughs> yeah. And they'd get the person to like hold one of the actors whilst the others beat him up and stuff like that. And then the other one was like you walked in and someone was in like a bag, like a sack. Yeah. And it was like, can you help us carry him out to oh the bins? Yeah, so then you yeah. had people who were like audience members like, 
what the, like... But in fairness, that's a normal night out but in it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it was all one-on-one. It, I was really interested in immersive theatre, and it was all yeah. one-on-one. So one person went into a room mm. and had a totally different experience yeah, to yeah, everyone else yeah. in the room and went out to their yeah. friends and went, I've just I've just gone in that room and I've carried a body out to the bins. <laughs> and then the mates are like, shut up, no, you haven't. And then that's that's what we were really excited by. But then we also had like guitar cases that was full of artwork mm. yeah. and people would turn up and then they'd, they'd buy artwork off local artists. Oh. There was bands on that were sort of specific to that time. So we did a prohibition night mm. and Ben turned up with a group of dancers and Ben and Wilson had gone to school together. Yeah, so were during you, this- Were you not at LJMU? Uh, I did astrophysics at uni. Wow. Did you? Yeah. Wow. yeah. So wow. I was at I was at JMU and that's uni proper ne- yeah. that's ready? proper yeah. nerd stuff. Disney. You ready for yeah, the joke? Yeah. You ready for the Go joke? On. Which oh, he no. absolutely hates. Which on. also didn't make it into the O2 Go advert. Yeah, but yeah. the joke is, Ben did astrophysics. He's a master of astrophysics. Right. But he's also a ballroom and Latin dancer. Okay. Yeah. So he's quite literally dancing with the stars. Oh, oh. mate, that's just so bad. That's just so bad. <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> Horrendous. I hate that. Um, so how did you get roped into this then? So I'd, I was, I, as Al said, I was doing ballroom in Latin. Mm. Um, and I knew, I'd, I'd known, to, I've known Tom Wilson for coming up to 16 years now. Mm. Um, and he knew that I was in need of space to mm. teach mm. and to rehearsing and stuff. So while they were all, you know, sharing this space in the wind factory, um, that's not me licking myself, by the way. That's myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's very, it's very sorry, where that was very sorry guys, loud. it was me. <laughs> we got um, so close over the years. What are you like? Um, so, yeah, so Wilson was like, well, we've got this space. It's not being used. As Al said, it was predominantly being used out of out of work time. So yeah. mm, during mm. nine to five, it was mm. kind of not, not being used. Yeah. So he was like, it's always free. Um, so I was doing a lot of um, teaching out of there uh, and rehearsing myself. And just it just so happened that these guys were rehearsing for the first kind of like yeah. immersive yeah. event. Yeah. And so it was like, well, let's combine these two things. I was meant to actually do a couple of bits in, in Tribeca as well, mm. um, but it kind of just fell through, you know, scheduling wise. Um, and then we realized that actually we, if we organized it for the one event, yeah. you know, we can get, I could get a group of dancers. And then it transitioned into, well, why am I getting loads of dancers to come in as well when we can just train all the actors to do the dancing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because they're there every week rehearsing. Yeah. So we just spent an extra hour before just going through bits and bobs. And that's when the homecoming came. All the actors had learned like basic rock and roll and jazz. Mm -hmm. So when all Mm -hmm. the music came on, they're all doing that. And then suddenly the audience are like, kind of like trying to copy them and stuff. Yeah. 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 So that was really, really nice to see. But then obviously I'm there. At all the rehearsals then mm-hmm. i'm there teaching and all that stuff throughout the space and yeah so it just transitioned from that really so then i'm involved in all the events then so what what happened was the first event that we did prohibition night in hebe's was just the eight of us so like the the eight that's that were, that were working from this space mm-hmm. it was just us eight uh and we got an artist in and a band in mm-hmm. who sold the artist is now hangs at work in the bar Mm. Uh, it's called Sam Fairness. Oh, yeah, good yeah. friend of ours. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we had a band on. Uh, and then after doing that, we had loads of people come to us and say, that was great. How do I get involved in, how do I become a performer in mm-hmm. this type of night? So then the second time we did it, it was a load of performers that had come to the space where we were and they'd, mm. they'd join in. So that's when Ben, so the first time it was Ben and his, his the dancers that he performs with. Mm. 
the second time we did it, there was like 25 actors. And Ben was like, rather than bring the dancers in, I'll just teach everyone how, mm-hmm. to, how to dance. So then Ben starts becoming sort of choreographer for these events. And then they start growing and growing and growing. And we, me and Tom Wilson have always worked together on sort of, cr- we just had a bit of crazy ideas. And we, each each immersive event was sort of concept led. So the second one, the homecoming one was like, we're in a basement. It looked like a, it looked like a speakeasy. So the first yeah, one, it wasn't yeah. hard to dress it up as a speakeasy. It was more like, how do you make the performers like the space? Mm-hmm. But the homecoming one was, this does not look like a school gym. Like, how do we make this place look like a 1950s ballroom? Mm-hmm. Like, so we, the place was covered in balloons in ribbon and it was all about making the space look like that. Everyone had bought a ticket, we printed off. We'd, we'd got them on social media and printed off their profile picture and, and made like kind of like a yearbook. A yearbook. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. So like people yeah. were coming in and, and yeah. writing messages oh. to people that they had brought or people that they knew. Yeah. And it was yeah. it was so nice. Like, yeah. was so, like little things little like that. Little ideas yeah, that yeah, we had. Yeah. So we were like, let's try and make, try and include every audience member in some way. Yeah. So like the yearbook mm. was a great way of doing it. Because people were like, it? look for themselves. Yeah. But while yeah. they're doing that, they're reading all the messages that other people have written and then... Mm. You know they're adding they're adding stuff themselves. Yeah. So then we went through different styles. So we did that. We did Sin City, which was like all about the lighting. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, was yeah. it was a bit crazy. But you're constantly like changing, changing the concepts, yeah, yeah, yeah. changing to, themes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we eventually did one called Date Night, which was one of the weirdest. That was the maddest night we've ever, done. we've ever done. Really? Yeah. That was the maddest night Why? we've ever done. Uh, it was because it was a it was Valentine's Day mm. and it yeah. was a singles night, mm. so it wasn't like the other ones were like events that that you were there to go in and enjoy yourself. Yeah. These people were there to find someone. It, it was a single, it was marketed oh. as a singles night. Right. Um, We've had it, some weird Valentine's nights. Yeah. <laughs> the other one we had was downstairs. Dance of, Little Liar. Dance Little Liar downstairs of the Jack. Yeah. So we started doing, so we did this, that, this, this Valentine's Day event called Date Night. And we actually did blind dates. So in this little secret room okay, that we had. You I knew I was waiting for him. I could hear. I could Because uh, uh, did you say just something. get like weirdos like oh. Caitlin turning up? Do you know what? We, when we were doing it, me and me and Wilson was obviously <laughs> sort of like planning through it. And um, we were like, we're just going to get loads of fellas here. Yeah. It's going to get loads of fellas turn up. <laughs> and it's going to be so grim. <laughs> and I think there was four lads. And wow. it was like, because... Because women organise a lot better than men do. Yeah, so if they're going yeah, out, yeah. there's an event, you book yeah. a ticket, you yeah. go to it. Whereas fellas just stumble upon it. Yeah. And it, it turned out there was like there was like sixty women in the room and like four <laughs> fellas. And you're but like, Oh my feet. god. <laughs> so then then it was really easy to sell tickets on the street because you just go out on the street and say, There's a singles night. Yeah. There's sixty <laughs> women know, downstairs and only four fellas. fellas. Yeah. And then there's just fellas coming downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and there was suddenly a hundred fellas <laughs> and about fifteen women then. So then you had what you actually had, so you had one character going around as Cupid uh, and was oh. like uh Hit stick, hitting people with arrows and saying like you two need to talk to oh, each other. No, you, had, you had someone <laughs> going around as you had someone going around as um, matchmaker dot com. So I, I don't even know if this is no, I don't even know if this is pre Tinder because it was matchmaker dot com. <laughs> no, so no, she was no. going around with a she was going around with a clipboard and she was like writing your details down and then she'd find someone else and sort of what are you looking for in a, in a yeah, woman yeah. and then she'd go yeah. over to a girl and what are you looking for and then yeah. she'd match people right you up. two get yeah. together you, yeah. Two, yeah. you two are a match so like and then we had this blind you did a you did I was a, doing I was doing quick kind of like speed dating salsa classes right. yeah. in the corner of this room so they'd be like 
eight people yeah. who didn't know each other, but they'd have to dance together for like 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, and then they'd go away. But then in between that, I was also doing 30 second speed dating. Yeah. And it was just like, so it was like people were just going off doing a little dance or whatever, coming back, doing the speed yeah. dating, going off, getting other people. I think you need to do this again, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and and then turn the up. best <laughs> one of it all was this um, was this secret room that in every immersive event, we had this secret room where stuff would happen. And we had a blind date room. So when you went in, you were blindfolded. Stop and it was two entrances to the room. Okay, so, this is scary So now. at one side of the room, there was uh, a woman night, blindfolded. <laughs> the other side of the room was a fellow blindfolded. And then they go in and sit at a table. And there was like two drinks on the table. And there was two two actors in the room. One was mm. the waiter. Yeah. Uh, one was like the waiter. One was a barman. So the barman would come over, chat to them, get them talking to each other, yeah. go away, and then they'd sit and have like this crazy natural conversation, but didn't know what each other looked like. Yeah. And all this. Yeah, and then it would yeah. be like, waiter would come over, can I take your order, please? And they got like five minutes in this room with each other. Mm. But you'd come out, and then it'd be like the woman being like, "Have you seen John?" He's six foot five. He plays rugby. <laughs> He's got jet black hair. Like, and the fella that had come out wouldn't look anything like that. <laughs> he's five foot two and he's called Barry. <laughs> yeah. You know we've got to do this again. Yeah, though. it was yeah. great. Thing. We, uh, so we, it, so yeah. you, 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 so you're spinning off all these nights and all. So we're doing all these years and, and stuff. then but when when you get to the arts bar because come on. So man, then we have then we had. So then the eight of us split up. Mm. Uh, we we stopped our space in the wind factory, um, and me, Jordan, Tom, and then Ben comes into mm. it there. So then we find a new space that's in Twenty Two Hope Street mm. uh, upstairs, and it was a rehearsal room with an office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went four ways on this now. So there's me, Ben, Tom, and Jordan. Ben's using it for dance mm. re- rehearsals. Um, we're using it to carry on doing events and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the office was the was the big draw for us because it allowed us to have the rehearsal room separate mm-hmm. and then still have a place to work. So yeah. although people could rehearse in the rehearsal room, we still had an area where we could plan our own events yeah. and yeah. organize stuff like that, yeah. which was a big thing rather than the wind factory was just one room. Mm-hmm. So as Al says, you've got people shooting hoops while you're trying to write a play. Mm. You know, yeah. it's, it, it, and when it's just the four of us, we were allowing other theatre companies to come and use the rehearsal ring while we weren't using it's it. It's the first time it becomes a commercial venture rather right. than rather than right. eight artists that mm. are sharing this space and it's a bit bonkers. Mm-hmm. It becomes a commercial venture because mm. we have an office off the side and we have a rehearsal room. So you start re- you start renting the rehearsal yeah, yeah. room out. So it's getting serious now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you start- yeah almost, like we can sort of see the startings of something mm. where we go, well, we've got the, we people are coming to us for the rehearsal yeah. room. So yeah. like we're trying to get, trying to get a bigger space because more and more people are wanting yeah, it and yeah. how, how do we go about that and but that only comes through the years and years of doing events and meeting yeah, new course. actors meeting new creatives mm-hmm. and then you built this network of mm-hmm. people and then you go oh actually now we have a rehearsal space yes. and it's subsidized yeah. higher because we're, we're just trying to cover the cost of the room yeah. so then then you've got loads of people coming and saying can i book a room can i book a room can mm. i book a room it starts growing and growing and growing and we're looking for bigger space and stuff like that. The, the network is getting bigger mm-hmm. yeah. in terms of stuff. Then we started doing events in the Jacaranda basement every Thursday night, which was showcasing. It, we sort of went back to our Tribeca roots. That yeah. was like uh, showcasing art on a Thursday night. Sh- yeah. Comedy, music, theatre. Each mm-hmm. week it changed. Different companies could come to us and say, I want to put an event on, I want to promote my show. Mm. Uh, can we Can we do an event with you on a Thursday night? Whether you did an open mic night, but you talked about We've got this show coming up. Do you want to buy tickets? Um, so the Jacaranda, same guys that are at Hebe's 
So it's Team Unas. Oh, okay. Um, he let us use the Jacaranda basement to start doing these events where the net and again the network grows because you're meeting more and more people mm. mm-hmm. from different art forms. And so now you're getting people saying, "Can I use the rehearsal room mm. to rehearse for the scratch night or whatever we want to put on yeah. on your yeah. Thursday yeah. nights?" Yeah. And so you can see that actually these two things are linked. Then there's yes. a performance space that is a bar yeah. and a rehearsal space. Mm. So we just wanted to kind of like meld the two and, yeah. and just have it all in one place. Yeah. But also the third thing is we're th- we're essentially like a creative company, a theatre company that has always worked in bars. Yeah. So like we never, nothing we've done so far has been in a theatre space. Right. Everything has yeah. been. Yeah. Everything has been in a bar like basement area or bar space yeah. where yeah. people can go and have a drink, come back and enjoy themselves. Yeah. So you've also got that level of like, we eventually one day want our own bar as well. So yeah. you've got like, we want to carry on doing this stuff, mm-hmm. but we also mm. want to have our own bar where it all takes place, mm-hmm. which has a rehearsal space, which has, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So then below us, the bar becomes available, which in all fairness was not the right spot, was it? No, like the, no, the I layout. mean, you know, like we'd worked with the Jacaranda and we kind of presumed that we'd go down that route of yeah. opening something with them and, and, and partnering with them or something because we love their ideas um, mm-hmm. on on helping the creative mm. industry and stuff. Um, but obviously in that area of town, it's so hard to come by on a, on a venue yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and it's so competitive down yeah. there. Whereas when something kind of just fell into our lap of know, where we know. were, we were kind of like, we've got to just try it. Was it was also a thing of, yeah. but like, the layout of the venue, we, we're an events-based company. Yeah. So you want a big open space with a bar at the mm. side where you can everyone you could you could have a big gig on, or you could have an art exhibition on, or you could. Have, that's what we wanted—a big open space. Yeah. And as you know, the the, the bar that we've got's got a big center bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two sort of smaller rooms, and then a, and then an even smaller room in the library. So at first you're a bit like, oh, I don't know if it's the right space. Don't know if what, mm. what, from what, a bar point for. of view as well. We were kind of like the the bar being in the center doesn't make sense to us running from running bar point I know, of view i know because yeah. because it's because it su- takes up such a large area yeah. and yeah. you can't you've got four areas of service yeah. yes yeah. so we were like we'd ideally want to move the bar a, a, to the a, back an wall obvious or, performance area and there's not yeah, a, yeah 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 so we were like we'd ideally move the bar to the back wall and mm. then you've got a like kind of like a gig venue yeah um but we were like, but we also had no money. We don't have any. Yeah, no, so like no, that, no, that, no, is, yeah, that is that is like yeah, a yeah. 20, to, 20 to 50 grand job to move all yeah, that. Yeah, um, so yeah, we, we were like, so we, like, we don't have any had, of that. Yeah, we had we about 150 no quid, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, after everything's quid. done, we had no money. Uh, and we we're very much like, right, I think it got spent on paint, paint, yeah, paint, and then just. I mean, it's just a, it. It shocked me how much you can do with just a bit of elbow grease and asking course, people for favors and stuff like that. So, yeah. but then you're thinking like, um, so then the concept of the arts bar comes together after all these years of doing mm. different stuff. Yeah. The concept of the arts bar. Bear in mind, so Tom, another story. I'm sidetracking, but Tom Wilson and me went to uni together, and Jordan mm. went to uni with us as well. So, Tom's two years above me, Jordan's a year below me. When when we were in uni, Tom lived in the flat below me. So he was in the basement flat of this building and mm. I'm on the ground floor. And I was a first year student and Tom was a third year student. So Tom's cracking on with his work and I was having it every night. <laughs> Parties every night. Everyone come back to mine. I had a courtyard. 
I had a courtyard. The first thing I did was spray painted a goal onto the back wall in the courtyard <laughs> and a pen spot. And it was come back to mine and have a kick about at yeah. two in the morning oh with my all the God, lads. I'd hate to be in your neighbour. And, and well, Tom Wilson was. <laughs> and every night he'd bang on, turn the music down, he'd take the piss. <laughs> He's <laughs> kicking off. Yeah. So we, we we didn't get off to the best, yeah. on the best foot. Do you know what I mean? So then we graduate. I, I He graduates. Two years later, I graduate. Mm. I started doing all this stuff, like different events and stuff. And he was running a pub. He was running Mar Boyles. At that down, point. Down yeah. on Dot Road. Yeah. yeah. And I was working in Omeo oh Mai, yeah. a venue mm-hmm. across the road. And we ran out of ice one night and I went into <laughs> Mar Boyles. <laughs> yeah. I went, oh, Tom Wilson. <laughs> Started chatting away and he said, oh, I've seen you doing these speed dating events and you're doing stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he went, yeah, what, what you want at me is you want a bar where you can do all that stuff yourself. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And we ended up finishing work, sitting, having a few pints together and being like, yeah. we should get our own bar where we have this oh. and we, we, artists come together. Yeah. And we have music on every night and we sell mm. artwork and there's theatre downstairs and all this. So we sat and had a few pints on it. Then we went away. And then two weeks later, he rings me and says, what, what, what are you doing? Let's meet up. And then he becomes part of the, he's cool. one of the eight yeah, people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know all this. I love no, it. No. So he becomes one of the eight people. So then me and him get really close, putting different things on. He's the music guy, mm, just like right. he's a music genius. But he start, we start doing all the events together. Then he brings Ben in. JB was my mate from uni, introduced him to Wilson. JB is a tech whiz, um, mm. but also a great performer, like comic performer. Mm. So we, we're we all working together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then all these years later, we're sitting in the room. Me and Wilson quite a lot now sit after Revenue. having a few drinks yeah. and like get quite emotional about yeah. remember when we had a few pints and we said, oh, we should get a bar. Yeah, like, yeah. And, then I, and then I go, do you remember when you two fell out? <laughs> <laughs> two hours ago. Two hours ago. Like, yeah, but we've got a rum bar now. Aww. But it is yeah. like, do you pinch yourself thinking this is like, yeah. my dream is actually come true. You're living your yeah. dream, aren't it's you? It's four best we mates had it that work together last, every day. Last wow. Wednesday. So really up to date stuff here. Mm. Tom over lockdown has, has handpicked some amazing musicians yeah. and started mm. uh, uh, the bar, the bar's house band called Tin Can Voodoo. Yes. Well, it's basically like he's picked the drummer from one band, the bassist yeah. from another wow. band, the singer, singer from, from another band, band and said, so please put our own super group. This is a super group. Liverpool it's a super, super group. group. It's like yeah. Liverpool yeah. super group. Yeah, yeah. They're wow. all gigging musicians. Yeah. They're yeah. all absolutely incredible artists mm. in their own right and they've all come together. And it was their first performance last Wednesday because obviously restrictions got lifted. Yep. So suddenly people can start dancing again. That was the main mm. thing that we wanted. We wanted yeah. a yes. proper gig yeah. atmosphere again. And it was on. I mean, I'm stood behind the bar and I've just turned to all the staff and gone, this is the reason why we opened this. Yeah. Like it's so, it was such like a weirdly, not felt like that for 18 months. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was crying in the corner. Oh. <laughs> Everyone was looking at me. I'll add, add a few beers. Oh. I'd been at a wedding. I'd been at a wedding Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and come back just full of emotion, seeing one yeah. of my best oh. mates get married. Come back, having a few drinks, watched Wilson's band, and I just did the corner crying. And oh. people were like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "This is it, isn't it? Like, yeah. this is what." Well, that, that's what we, we wanted to do as well to kind of catch up and say, so this happened, but then the pandemic happens, mm-hmm. bloody uh, lockdowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. So bring us up to date with what's, what's, you know, how did you survive during the lockdown and what, what's the period ahead yeah. now? Well, lockdown was like a steep, steep learning curve mm-hmm. for us, really. We, uh, being a small and medium business we're kind of in between a small and a medium business yeah well like size we were closer to we were closer to a smaller one yeah prior to lockdown yeah Yeah. um and 
there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind uh behind the scenes of, of running any business and mm-hmm. it was so new to us at, yeah you know like, you'd never heard of the word furlough no. until, no. until march no, 2020 absolutely. um and there was just loads of stuff going on we needed legal advice we needed the support you know i'm sure every i'm sure every business was was stuff but we were still young we'd mm. only opened in the july mm-hmm. yeah so we hadn't even opened we hadn't even had a full year of trading mm. yet yeah so the support was being offered to businesses that had had at least two years financial yes records, yeah and you yeah. didn't which, qualify i mean yeah. I, it, that's the rules mm. we have to stick mm. to them you know it was a way they got around people just setting up setting business. up a business and then yeah. just getting all the money and yeah. then running off yeah in fairness which some people did yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people did a yeah. lot of people yeah. did and um i uh, we worked really closely with um mm. kim johnson who's the at Liverpool uh, City Centre MP, Riverside right. MP, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she helped us massively wow. in in terms of uh, because it was new for the, for the government as well. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, say what you want about the, the Tory government, but it was new to <laughs> it's new to them. Oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was new to these guys, and uh, and the, I'm not blaming anybody in HMRC on the phones because they you know they They're don't know what furlough yeah. is either. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it took it took you know an MP to kind of help us mm. kind of get all that going and um and we've worked with the arts council and they've they've helped us out and it we've get, we've got some really good contacts Kevin McManus who who runs the yeah, UNESCO yeah, City yeah. of Music mm-hmm. massive massive yeah. help to us mm-hmm. um and you know we've met all these amazing people over Zoom because you yeah. can do that now yeah. Yeah. you know you'd never be able to meet arrange a meeting with these guys and yet because they've got a lot of time on their hands they were able wow. to coach us through what we needed to do and it was um it was it was interesting i think uh, it's, yeah. it's like winging it on the highest order like mm. i've never winged anything like that before in my life did you Still think are. did you think at, at any point it's going to collapse and you 100% oh absolutely well, then you've did like, you i think you've sort of got the vibe here that my the way i work is totally on the fly and it's let's try this let's do this <laughs> i just yeah. want to like i want to mm. try new things and overnight it gets really serious mm. and you're like i've got to go in tomorrow and see the landlord and say that we've got no money because yeah. we've got no money yeah. coming in no grants coming in i've got a, we, we had a battle over furlough we've, you've got 10 staff that you've got to pay mm. and they're all yeah. expecting furlough. you know they were the two things like if you've got your rent covered mm. and you've got your staff like yeah. it we had you know 11 10 people's livelihoods there mm. yeah and and suddenly we have to tell them that they're not getting any money or mm. or, or it's in jeopardy and we've got we've got people banging on saying we need some money because yeah. you've you know yeah we yeah. we need to pay yeah. bills and everything yeah. and um yeah so it was it was it i mean everybody's found it tough I, you know we we were look we're lucky enough to be one of the businesses that has managed to get through it mm. um and actually get out to the other side because i mean even when people opened last summer mm-hmm. you know people have closed over christmas because yes. of the, because yeah, of yeah. the restrictions going yeah. even further and yeah we were we had some structural issues as well, so it wasn't even just like the two financial things. Because we're in a big old building, yeah, of and when that building doesn't get used every day for yeah. for a year, things start, you know. Yeah, it must be leaky in. and drafty yeah, yeah, yeah. and all yeah, that all stuff. That, all that. So then you yeah. like, so then you have to put a sort of builder's head on and be like, we need to speak mm. to, we need to speak to different builders and but contractors. And you know, mm. if anybody hasn't been to the art spot, it's a massive grade two listed building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't just make any old change you want <laughs> no, to either. No, and so no, you're no, having to get no, specialists in no. and then being like, well, we could do this, we could do that. We'll have to get it approved by heritage and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And you've got to wait for all these. Meanwhile, problems are getting worse. And yeah. mm. it's, do you know what? For businesses that really threw their heads into it, 
I've never learned so quickly in my life because because mm-hmm. mm. because ha- it was a sort of survival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. learning. I've got to learn ways, now. Mm. I've got to learn how to do this now mm. because if I don't, then it's all going to fall apart. Yeah. Um. And like Ben became an accountant overnight. Like I don't know how you did that. Well, I, I, a massive shout out to Manchester University as well because they offered a course in which they um it was kind of like a mini MBA, mm-hmm. and. It was for small and medium businesses, right. government backed, so it was all government funded. Mm. Yeah. Um, for twelve weeks, I kind of did like a module, wow. or like or like half a half a semester on business management, and wow. it was called yeah. like post COVID yeah. surviving. Wow. Um, for small and medium enterprises, so I was doing that four times a week. Yeah. I was getting Al to help me with my homework. Oh. <laughs> because it, was like, it literally like we had to. It was it was because there's four of us. Yeah, and We all split the responsibilities, and so. Yeah. It was stuff like social media management. So Al does all the social media yeah. stuff. And so I was like, personas. We didn't know idea. I didn't know it was persona is. So I was like, this is who we kind of market towards. And, and right. then Al's going off and learning about all about marketing and, and, wow. and uh, challenges and ju- that come with that. Jordan's, Jordan's learning about live streaming and different platforms yeah, to stream yeah. on. And so now yeah. I'm getting metrics thrown at me from Jordan. <laughs> I'm getting... And, but we're trying to but it's obviously I'm, I'm doing this course with a lot of other people yeah. mm. who have been either managing their businesses for 15, for years, 20 years yeah. Yeah. Um, or have just one guy that was like in charge, he's like an ops director for a multi-million pound hotel chain <laughs> yeah. and he's oh, the same course yeah yeah he, honestly I'm talking but then he's been hit like Hotel chains hit the worst. Well, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. He, they yeah. do a load yeah. of um, like corporate parties and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and, I'm, and, and we're going. Gone. Oh, we've mm-hmm. lost thousands, and then mm-hmm. they're like, no, no, we've lost tens of millions mm-hmm. over this over the course mm-hmm. of this, wow. and how they've got a budget that they're gonna they're yeah. gonna unbelievable. You know, see, I always say this like the pandemic. Yes, it was bad and awful and terrible, and people lost loads of lives. But at the same time, you've learned so much. Oh, you, oh yeah, you would no, never yeah, have yeah. gone on a business. That is the silver lining of it, and and I know massively grateful for the fact that we're both all right and everybody's yeah, all right out of it as well that you know two things silver lining got health and you know we've le- managed to learn new skills and yeah. i think that's the difference between businesses well i mean some of them are you know hard times but a lot of businesses will have learned a lot yeah, yeah. and they won't get in situations similar like that again I, and I, I don't i don't think we will either yeah um which is great and we've you know but, but before that we were very much just like enjoying it and being and i don't and i think it had come it had crashed at one point and been like whoa you haven't done this you haven't done this you yeah, haven't done this yeah. so like our vat bill came yeah. during the pandemic yeah and mm. it was a large sum <laughs> <laughs> because we hadn't we hadn't filed we hadn't filed our vat right because you get x amount of time before you have to do it right. but once you've missed once you've done that first one you do it every three months then yeah right. but it was kind of like nine months of that due at once yeah. and we were oh like God. oh right because we've taken this bar on as four lads yeah. that have never ran a business before yeah. <laughs> the only business we'd ever ran before was renting a rehearsal space yeah. Yeah. Five i've always hour. worked for ch- i've worked for chains i've worked for pizza express and, and byron burgers mm. and yeah. done manager stuff there and you know you've got a team of people yeah in there's London always people to all do that, that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, definitely okay so you survived, and, and what's the plans now that we've we've we're in this weird kind of re-emerging phase now? What what's your plan? So, I I know it's difficult to plan, the, you know, because we yeah. we think we know things are changing, but for the next kind of six eight weeks or between now and Christmas, like like Ben said, it, it we learned really fast, and the pandemic we we've grown our platform like by te- like I'm gonna say like five times maybe probably if not mm-hmm. more yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 like genuinely I. Our reach has now gone from 
just being in the Georgian quarter of Liverpool, I'd say to the to the northwest, if oh, yeah. not if not further. And mm-hmm. we're getting people all over the country messages now. Mm-hmm. And planning wise, we've kind of got to you've got two plans. We've got two plans. If restrictions come back and if they don't, and yeah. and I think it's silly for us not to plan for the yeah. restrictions coming yeah. back at the moment with everything being up in the air and mm. with winter coming ahead and that's normally our busiest time. So yeah. we definitely need to be prepared for that. But yeah. we're excited about what if that doesn't happen and we can yeah. actually go yeah. full pelt into what we were doing before. And, wow. and the plan, like, like so what I'm saying is that the, the network keeps growing. Yes. So like, yeah. it's grown in person over the years in mm-hmm. events. And then you have this pandemic where everyone's online and we utilised that. We did, we did quizzes, we did gigs, we did, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? We used every single night. Yeah. What's funny is you're going into meetings with contractors on a grade two listed building and sorting out your VAT bill. And then Ben's like, you know, at six o'clock, we've got a quiz at seven. Yeah. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we've got to do the yeah. Zoom quiz. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, I've got to get off. I've got to teach a ballroom class. <laughs> I know. I enjoyed them over lockdown. <laughs> I've had so many compliments. So I think we'll probably do it in the bar. We used to do it, as I say, downstairs yeah. in the yeah, Jacaranda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think, you know, doing it on the stage mm-hmm. and getting all the tables and chairs clear, I yeah. think it'll be a good laugh. But you've got the bunker as well. So we've got yeah. the bunker as well, which is another thing that we had to kind of deal with. So... We'd had a dance floor in there, but again, the paint was falling off the walls. The right. roof was, you know, mm. falling to bits. Yeah. That's all sorted. Now. Oh, right, okay. So we've got... It's been totally great, renovated. Great sound system. It's fully sprung dance floor. Mirrored wall. Brilliant. It's oh, the full nice. shebang now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we like to think it's pretty affordable. Yeah. And we've had a lot, of, a lot of messages recently saying uh, the space at the moment is quite hard to come by in it Liverpool. It is, mm. yeah. Um, and we just got to get the name for the bunker out there. We didn't want to kind of advertise it pre-pandemic yeah. because it wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. we don't like doing things, you know, mm. half, half finished. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that's 100% ready now. So best way to book it is to go either go on liverpoolartsbar.com mm-hmm. or just come in and, and grab one of us or message yeah, yeah. us on right. Instagram. Yep. So we, well, well, let's let's revisit um, how do people, um, what, what's best social media for, for people to look at? You can find us at Liverpool Arts Bar on Instagram. Mm. Um, same on Facebook. Mm. Arts Bar Live is a YouTube channel, which you can find all new music from people in the city. Uh, mm. But everything is also housed on the website. So www.liverpoolartsbar.com. And in terms of what's going on in the bar, we're in a bit of a tricky phase at the moment where we, I don't like putting, we don't like advertising stuff that no. may have to be cancelled. No. Mm-hmm. So the things that are set in stone are we have. Uh, Tom Wilson's brand new house band that, yeah. he, that he's put together, yeah. Tin Can Voodoo. That's every Wednesday night. Brilliant. Okay. Um, and then Friday and Saturday, we normally have live music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throughout the week, we're slowly getting those events back. So we're going to start, hopefully over the next few weeks, starting our quiz back on a Monday. Yeah. Mm. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays are normally like our wild card nights where we either have some... some well, last Thursday we had... Last Tuesday. Tuesday was, last Tuesday we had... A burlesque event yep. and an Americana band on. That's just your favourite, mate. It is. I know. I know, I know the two I know. girls. It yeah. was. It yeah, was. Yeah. It was amazing, honestly. But they, like Ben says, it's more the plan for the future for me. Ben's mm-hmm. Ben's very much the Ben. Ben plans properly. I don't plan properly. <laughs> I think we've <laughs> learned that over the course <laughs> of this podcast. The plan <laughs> for the future, which is good, because the four of us work together really nicely and yeah. balance oh, each other no, out. It's, it's lovely to see. Yeah, and um, please, listeners, get down and support the yeah. arts bar. 
um, follow them on social media, and it will just be ace to return to events where there's performers and yeah. bloody dancing. And just stuff. come and mingle. That's what you can yeah. do now. Yeah. This is what it was built for. Come and start introducing yourself to mm-hmm. other creatives. Everyone in there has an interest in film, theatre, dance, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. And the the yeah, fingers and, crossed and for the, me. Also, be more. Alex is great for just propping up and saying. I I don't my my life isn't working out and and he he, he just counsels you. Through yeah, that. yeah yeah so yeah yeah. Like I said, I'm a I moonlight as a priest. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today, lads, and it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. So yeah. thank you. No problem. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you, and thank you for Missy for um yeah for going. She's been asleep for the last half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. She's going to be very excited fact, when I like most of our listeners are asleep. <laughs> <laughs> So, Bob Towers, what are you up to for the rest of the week? Um, okay, the rest of this week. Um, um, oh yes, I'm go- I'm going to see um, mm-hmm. um, Ellen and Rigby. Oh, Do you know the the play that that's Jerry, on Friday? Yeah, Jerry, uh, yeah Jerry's play. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, do you know I've got a pretty boring week? I think coming up okay. to the bar, Kelly, are you? I'm coming to the bar as usual, <laughs> as always, as no, always. No, so yeah, I'll no, come to the bar. Um, but yeah, apart from that, th- I've got a, f- uh, a couple of weeks off at the end of August. So I'm excited for. I'm going to London. I was meant to be going to Texas, but that's not happening, is mm. it? It got cancelled. Mm. Never mind. Um, but yeah, a few exciting things coming up, and I'll share with you very soon. So fab. Don't forget to follow us, Like Minded Productions, on Instagram, Facebook, and all the social medias that you get, and subscribe to our. um, subscribe to our newsletter The Insider at www.likemindedproductions.co.uk yes (laughs) we always get excited when I say it right Um, but yes so thank you very much for listening and we'll see you again soon thanks everyone bye now bye